We have been called to reach this generation with the love and gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, Bishop Peter is obeying this higher call by preaching and teaching the word of God, both in Kenya and in many other nations of the world, supporting the weak and encouraging the brokenhearted. He and his wife Faith founded Overcoming Faith Church, which is involved in evangelism, church planting, leadership training, family enrichment programs and equipping the saints to serve. In their passion and love for the weak and neglected, they have established Happy Life Children's Home for Abandoned Babies, Happy Life Christian School and recently Jesse K. Children's Hospital. Thanks to the many friends and partners who have come along to make this happen. Glory and praise to our God. Uh, for the next few moments, I want to talk about there is hope. Can somebody say there is hope? Now, we live in a world that is so uh, hopeless in many instances and many ways. You know, Jesus said in uh, John 16 and verse uh, 33 that uh, in this world you'll have trouble. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Now, meaning that in this world there will be trouble. We live in the world where people die. Well, this week I know people who have died and somebody will call you devastated. Somebody has died. They have, we live in a world that has accidents and uh, people are going through troubles and there are accidents happening here and there. There, there, is, there are drugs, there is rape, there is all the things we can mention, evils that are happening in this world. And, and we, sometimes we look at all this and we wonder, is there hope? Is there hope? And this morning I came to say there is a hope. I came to say there is hope. And when I talk about hope, hallelujah, the Bible says that hope does not disappoint. The Bible says in Proverbs 3 and verse 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. I, it will be held to your flesh. The word of God will be held. There's the fear of the Lord. Walking with the God. You, you know, God will maintain your health. Hallelujah. And strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of your increase. So your barns will be filled with the plenty and your vats will overflow with the new wine. Now, the Bible says that when you trust in a God, because he is the only sure foundation. This the, the only sure hope that we know of. Because everything else is sinking sand. Everything else is being shaken. Are you hearing me this morning? That, that the only hope, the only sure foundation we can stand on, it is Jesus Christ, our only hope. And he is the hope of glory, the Bible says. So the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. In other words, don't, don't divide your heart. Don't trust in a God and then you put some trust in somebody here, somebody there, somebody there, your business, your husband, your wife, your somebody, somebody, your uncle, your auntie. No, 
The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lead not on your own understanding because many times the way you know things and your understanding and how you feel and what you see, it can be deceiving. And many times there, the things we see and how we understand things can be deceiving because we can be distracted, we can be discouraged because of what we are seeing. When we hear all the bad news, sometimes I don't like watching news and listening to news because many times and most of the times it's bad news. The news mostly is 80% bad news. You know, somebody has died. These people have been killed. But even if we are in this world, Jesus said, there will be trouble everywhere, every corner, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Can somebody say, I will still rejoice? No matter what is happening in the world, I will still be happy. I will still trust in the Lord. I still have hope in a God. I know that my life is not in my own hands. I know that I am not depending on my strength. If it was my own strength, I could not be standing here today. If it was my own strength, I could not have breakfast this morning. If it was my own strength, I could not go to school. There are so many people who wanted to go to school, they could not. Until you grateful, until you glad that you are here and you are sober. Until you glad that you still have your that two teeth. Hallelujah. Even if you have lost two or three, it's not because somebody beat you or you are fighting because you are drunk. Hallelujah. And if you, even if you lost some before you came to the Lord, BC, before Christ, you know what? God's grace is still sufficient for you. Hallelujah. Because Apostle Paul says, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. Can somebody say, I am a new creation? So it doesn't matter what happened before you came to the Lord. You are a new creation. Glory to God. So you can rejoice. And the devil, many times the devil will keep telling you, look at what you did. Look at the things you did. Look at, you know, you, you, are, you can be hopeless because you did this, you did that. You got that child out of wet rock. You got this, you did that. You stole money. Even if you stole and you came to the Lord, you are forgiven. Hello, somebody. Even if you killed, you are not alone. Paul was forgiven. Hallelujah. When you come to the Lord, you stop the business of stealing and killing and coveting and the immorality. You know, there are people who committed a lot of immorality. Even after they come to the Lord, two years, five years, the devil is still condemning them and telling them, you know what you did, you know what you did. How dare you lift up your hands and say, I'm holy and I'm righteous before God. How dare you say, I'm born again. Look at what you did. The devil is still beating you. You know, you know the devil will never leave you until you go to heaven. Hello, the devil will never leave you until you go to heaven. But you know, any voice that comes from the devil, always remember the devil is a liar. And the Bible says he's the father of all lies. So anything he says is a lie. Can somebody say, devil, you are a liar. I'm not going to obey your voice. Hallelujah. Maybe you got yourself some sicknesses and things that you got before you came to the Lord. And the devil keeps telling you, you're going to die. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Somebody shout, the devil, you are a liar. 
Yes, you are a liar. You cannot kill me. I am a child of God. You cannot destroy my destiny. I am a child of God. You cannot hurt my future. Now my future is in the hands of God. God says through Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Somebody say, my future is better than my past. The Bible says in Hebrews 6, 19, this hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. Now, this hope is the anchor for our soul. It is the support, hallelujah. Now, when you lose hope, you begin to die. Now, if it doesn't matter, and anybody can be so sick and so ill, but the worst that can happen to anybody, it is when they lose hope. When you lose hope, you begin to die. When you lose hope in, on your marriage, it begins to die. When you lose hope on anything, any relationship, anything that you lose hope on, ministry, business, it begins to die. But the Bible says this hope we have is an anchor of the soul. So we anchor our soul on the hope that God will never disappoint us, on the hope that our God is on our side, on the hope that God is with us and he says I'm with you I'll never leave you nor forsake you this is the hope we anchor our soul on hallelujah now when you have hope in God you will never be disappointed Joshua 10 25 then Joshua said to them do not be afraid nor be dismayed be strong and of good courage for thus the Lord will do to all your enemies against whom you fight when battles have come against you always hope in God Joshua said unto them do not be afraid please help me tell your neighbor do not be afraid now, it does not matter what you are going through. The Lord is saying unto you, do not be afraid. It does not matter the enemies that have come against you. The Lord is still saying unto you, do not be afraid. No matter what you are going through in the family, in the business, in health, raising children, in the relationship, in the marriage or lack of marriage, in the singleness or singlehood. Is it singleness or singlehood? Whatever it is, the Lord is saying unto you, do not be afraid hallelujah not be dismayed be strong hallelujah and of good courage for the Lord for that's the Lord who will do to your enemies against now you need to know that God is fighting for you you are not alone hallelujah that gives me strength this morning can I hear a big amen the Lord is saying unto you you are not alone even when you feel like you are alone. Some of you live alone and you think you are alone. Let me tell you, you are not alone. Even if you live in that room like you are alone, let me tell you, you are not alone. God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the angels of God are with you. Can somebody say, I'm not alone? God is on my side. Revelation 2 and verse 10. Fear not the things which you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to cast some of you into prison that, uh, that, he, that you may be tried. And you shall have tribulation 10 days, but be thou faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. Now, 
God says again, you know, the devil will test you. He will put you in prison. He will bring all kinds of nasty things against you. But God says unto you, hallelujah, be faithful unto death. Hallelujah. This is important. I wish I could come to each one of you and look at you. But that will take the whole day and tell you, be faithful unto death. Be faithful unto death. Be faithful unto death. Because I cannot do that. Please help me tell your neighbor, be faithful unto death. Now, what is God saying unto you? Don't be faithful one, one year. Don't be faithful ten, 10 years. Don't be faithful. I've seen people who are faithful even for 25 years, then they cast away their faithfulness. People who are faithful for 30 years, and then they lost it on the wing. But God is saying unto you, be faithful until death. Now, I want to take you through a number of things. When, when they come against you, when they happen in life, some of the things I was meditating and thinking, what are some of the things that make us lose hope? Because the message is, there is hope. Yes, there is hope. Can somebody shout, yes, there is hope. Yes, yes we live in a world that is full of hopelessness, but here this morning we are shouting, yes, there is hope. We are shouting, yes. oh, I'm saying, I didn't say we whisper, we are shouting, yes, there is hope. Amen. In this world, there is, uh, there is hope. We can still find hope. Now, number one, number one, I'll go through them very quickly. Number one, people lose hope because of waiting for so long. You wait for a miracle, for a breakthrough, for a, for a breakthrough in business, for a breakthrough in marriage, for a relationship, for somebody to love you or somebody to love. You wait and wait for a baby, for healing, and then you lose hope along the way. When, you, when this ha is happening, what do you do? In the book of 1 Samuel 1 and verse 7, very quickly, we see a woman here by the name Hannah. The Bible says she kept praying. So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her, therefore she wept and did not eat. Now, I wanted to get something here, year by year. Now, when Hannah was waiting for a breakthrough to get a baby, it did not take two months. It did not take one year. But the Bible says, year by year, she went to Shiro. She went to pray. She went to wait on God and seek the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, when you have, you have been... Uh, uh, Waiting for something to happen, for a miracle, for a breakthrough, for a hearing, for something to happen in your life. What you need is what I call persistent prayer. Persistent prayer. Where you decide, I'm not leaving here like Jacob until you bless me. I'm not leaving you, God, until you heal me. Hannah decided, I will go to the temple day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, I will wait on the Lord. Can somebody say, I'm not giving up? Because people give up on the way. But, the, you know, God, even Jesus taught about persistence. She talk, he talked about this woman, you know, who needed revenge. And he, she waited and she went to the judge. And the judge would say, come back tomorrow. Come back next week. Come back next month. And the Bible says, this widow did not give up. She came back and came back again and again and again. 
again. Why are you giving up so soon? Why are you giving up so early? If you if you persistent in your prayer and you keep praying and praying, the Bible records of a woman called Anna. She stayed in the temple for about maybe more than 60 years because the Bible says she was only married for seven years and the husband died. And when she died, she was 84 years old. So if you do your mathematics right, probably she was in the temple for about 60 years or more, waiting on God, praying, praying, and praying. Hallelujah. Can somebody say, Lord, help me that I'll be persistent in prayer. Number two, the other reason why people give up and lose hope, it is when there are strong enemies that are coming against you. Strong enemies that are coming against you. Second Chronicles 20 and verse 12 says, uh, this is, if I give you a bit of background, this is when the children of Israel and King Jehoshaphat were being surrounded by so many enemies. And they wondered, what do we do? We are finished to Mequisha, Netuadira. Where are we going from here? But listen to these words. Our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do. But our eyes, but our eyes are upon you. Now, when you're surrounded by strong enemies, one thing you must do, you must always fix your eyes on God. Do not let the enemy remove your eyes from God and you start looking at your circumstances, your pain, your sickness, the enemies of your family, your business, discouragements, losses, all those things. And you begin to look, now focus on them. Oh, this is what I see. This is what I feel. This is how things are going. Things are so bad. And then you begin to sing the song of the enemy. Somebody say, I refuse to sing the song of the enemy. I will sing the song of victory. Can I hear talk? Can you hear you talk this morning? Can you say, I will sing the song of my God, the song of victory? And the Bible says that uh, the, the, you know, Jehoshaphat prayed and said, we, we don't know what to do. We are surrounded. There are so many enemies that have come against us. But one thing I promise our eyes. Our eyes are on you. We are not going to look at the enemies. We are not going to look at this pain. We are not going to look at what they are doing and how vast and how many they are and how big they are and how strong. And David did the same when he went to fight against Goriath. David refused to remove his eyes on God. And, and you know what? David said, you are coming against me with a spear, with a sword. But I'm coming against you in the name of the Lord my God. Hallelujah. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Fix your eyes on God. Do not look at your enemies. Stop looking at what the devil is doing. In this world, we can be distracted as we watch the news, as we look at what is happening around us, as we look at the enemies of the family, the perversion, the pain, the sicknesses. There's a lot of sicknesses. Every day we are hearing of these things happening and all the things that are happening around us. But I came here to say there is hope. Somebody say there is hope. Come on, somebody say there is hope. 
Yes, because in this world there will be trouble. In this world there will be discouragement. There will be setbacks. There will be roadblocks. There will be pain. There are sicknesses. There are accidents. There are plane crashes. There, there are all these things. But I came here this morning to say, yes, there is hope. Somebody shout with me. Yes, there is hope. Oh, glory to God. So when, when you are surrounded, I mean, my point number two, I'm, when you are surrounded by enemies like Jehoshaphat, what do you do? Put your eyes on God. Never remove your eyes on God. Put your eyes on God. And then look at verse 17. You will not have to fight this battle. I like this. Hallelujah. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions. Stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Today God is not talking to Judah or Jerusalem or even other people, other nations. God is talking to you. And what he's saying to you, do not be afraid. Please help me tell your neighbor, do not be afraid. Yes, you're going through trouble, but he's saying unto you, do not be afraid. Yes, they are surrounded, you are surrounded by enemies, but the Lord is saying, do not be afraid. There is insecurity, do not be afraid. There is drought, there is farming in Kenya, but we cannot be afraid. There is hope. Put your hands together, celebrate Jesus, because there is hope. I say celebrate Jesus, because there is hope. And he says, do not be discouraged. So number one, do not be afraid. Number two, do not be discouraged. There are people who are fearful, others are discouraged. Because when you're discouraged, it means you have lost your courage. It means you don't have the power, you don't have the strength, you don't have the motivation, the passion that you used to have. You get somewhere, you get discouraged. There's something you are so passionate about. And I know some of you can remember, maybe growing up, or maybe when you are 20 or 25, you know, some of you are much older than that. I don't know how old you are or how young you are. But you know what? There's something you had a lot of passion for, something you had said, this one I will do. This one I will accomplish. And, and then you get somewhere, you get discouraged, you lose your courage, you lose your focus, you lose, you know, your, your confidence. And you begin now just to stay you procrastinate and you feel like, I don't think I can do it anymore. You lose your strength. But the Lord is saying this morning, get back your courage. Get back your strength. Get back your confidence, your passion. Do not be discouraged. The Lord wants to help you to accomplish your dream and your vision. And you can do it by the grace of God. If you are still alive, if you are still walking and breathing oxygen in and, and carbon, what do you breathe out? Amen. Whatever you breathe out, you know what? You are still here. If you are listening to this message, it's not over. It's over for somebody who is in the grave because they cannot fix it. It is over for somebody who died this morning. But for some of us who are still here, it's not over. God is saying you can still come back. You can still rise again. You can still stand again. You can still walk again. You can still do it. Hallelujah. Abraham began to pursue his dream when he was 75. You, oh, we, we are all young people here. Glory to God. You are still young. Caleb was 85 years old when he said, give me my mountain. Give me my dream. I can focus. I can do something. Hallelujah. Can somebody say I'm not giving up? 
Oh yes, he's too hard to give up. He's too hard to quit. You know what the Bible says? We are not of those who look back and are destroyed. But we keep focusing ahead. We keep going even when you don't feel like you have your strength. You don't have the passion. You know what? You still hold on him. I say you still hold on him. Still hold on him. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says, Them that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will not faint. They will run and not be weary. Glory to God. Can somebody say, I will wait on the Lord. Oh yes, it doesn't matter how I feel, I will wait in the Lord. And even as you feel like you are feeling so weak and so discouraged, stop telling everybody how weak you are, how discouraged. The more you say it, the more it's happening in you. That's why the Bible says, let the weak say, I'm strong. Let the poor say, so from today, go with a testimony of victory. Go telling everybody, I'm winning, glory to God. Oh, I'm so excited this morning to know that I am a winner. I'm not trying to be a winner. I might not be a winner, but you know what? I have the assurance, I have the confidence, I have the faith that I am a winner. It's not how I look, it's not how I feel. I am a winner. Glory to God. Can somebody shout, I am a winner? If you know you're a winner, shout, I am a winner. Number three. What do you do when you're in the fire? Again, people lose hope when they're in, they're in the fire. Now, when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were put in the fire, Daniel 3.24, now, it, was, it looked like, well, nothing can be done. They were, they were tied, their hands were tied, their feet were tied, and they were thrown into the fire. And so somebody would have said, bye-bye, Kwaheri, that's the end of you. We'll never see you again. But when, what do you do when you're in the fire? Look at uh, Daniel. Give me Daniel uh, 3.24. What do you do when you're in the fire? Then King, King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king, look, he answered, I see four men loose. Now, now listen to the story here. He's saying, we threw in three people and they were bound. Their feet and their hands were bound. But now he's saying, what am I seeing? Look, what am I seeing? I see four men and all of them are loose. All of them are free, walking in the midst of the fire. What a mighty God we serve. I'm saying what a mighty God we serve. Three men into the fire, bound, hopeless. They were all going to die. They were considered actually dead. Because when you are bound and you are thrown into the fire, that's the end of you. <laughs> but you know what? When God is writing your story, it's not over until it's over. When God is writing your book, it's not over until he puts the full stop. And nobody else can put the full stop. The devil cannot put the full stop. Your enemies cannot put the full stop. When you are in the fire, you are not alone. Even when the fire is so hot, you are not alone. 
when you're in the fire of business or health or marriage or whatever kind of fire you are in, you are not alone. The fourth man is there with you. The fourth man, his name is Jesus. The fourth man, he's a king of kings. The fourth man, he's the Lord of lords. The fourth man, he's the creator of heavens and earth. The fourth man, he's Jehovah Rapha, our healer. The fourth man, he's Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Even when there is no provision, the fourth man is right there with you. When you need healing, the fourth man is right there with you. The fourth man is Jehovah Shalom, our peace. Hallelujah. Here, when you need peace, you have no peace in your life and family, the fourth man is right there with you. I came here to say there is hope, there is hope, there is hope. You cannot lose your hope. You cannot lose your confidence because you lost a loved one. You cannot lose hope because you lost your wife or your husband or your child or your mother or your father you cannot lose hope i came to say yes there is hope hallelujah even our brothers and our sisters in Kenya who lost their loved ones through the plane crashing in Ethiopia, I came to say this morning, there is hope as you wait on God, as you trust in God, as you put your confidence in God. Those of you who are watching or listening on radio, I want to say there is hope for you. You can put your trust in God. The Lord is our hope. He is the hope of all glory. Even when you don't feel like waking up this morning, I want to say there is hope for you. There is hope for your family. There is hope for your business. There is hope for your health. Jehovah Rapha, he is our hope this morning. Let's celebrate Jesus, our only hope, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I came to say there is hope. I came to say there is hope. Come on, come on, come on, there is hope. We cannot lose hope. We cannot lose hope. We are the church of Jesus Christ. We are the church of Jesus Christ. We are walking in victory. We are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors. The Lord is on our side. There is hope. He has said, I'll be with you and I'll never leave you. Father, we thank you because in you we have hope. And I pray for all those who had lost hope. Those who are here and those listening or watching, even online. Father, I pray everybody who has lost hope right now, let their hope be renewed in the name of Jesus. And before I close, you cannot have this hope if you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You can pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you. I am a sinner. Forgive me of all my sin. Write my name in the book of life. Today I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In you, I have hope. Amen. If you have prayed that prayer, you are born again. You are a child of God. There is hope for you. Call us. Send us a message. Come worship with us at OFC Thicca Road, right opposite Garden City Mall. Every Sunday, first service at 8 o'clock and second service at 10. God bless you. Let's celebrate all the people that are coming to the Lord. Wherever you are, the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. There is hope in Jesus' name. Amen. 
We believe that today's word has richly blessed you. If you have a prayer request, a testimony, or your wish is to simply receive Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you may call or write to us on 0726-303-934 or 0724-228-403. I repeat, 0726-303-934 or 0724-228-403. Feel free to visit our website on www.ofckenya.church Our Facebook page at Overcoming Faith Church, OFC and watch sermons on our YouTube channel, OFC Ministries. We invite you to join our live-changing services on Sunday's first service from 8 to 9.45 a.m. and second service from 10 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. and on Wednesdays from 6 p.m. for our midweek services. We are located at Blessed House along Thicker Road right opposite Garden City Mall. And if that's too far for you, not to worry. You may also join one of our other branches near you, listed on our website. Welcome to Happy Life Children's Home, a rescue center for abandoned babies and one of our many transformative ministries here at OFC. You may visit Happy Life in Roisambo along Lumumba Drive next to Jessica Children's Hospital and Happy Life Christian School in Juja Farm. To support this great work, please forward your contributions to pay bill number 880906 and account name Happy Life. That is pay bill number 880906, account name Happy Life. One of our other rapidly growing ministries is the Jessica Children's Hospital. Jessica extends subsidized pediatric services to the community of children around Nairobi and its environs. Find us in Roisambo along Lumumba Drive next to Happy Life Children's Home. We are here because we care. Jessica Children's Hospital, health for body, mind, and soul. For more information on Jessica and Happy Life, please call us on 0714-593-926. I repeat, 0714-593-926. Or visit our website on www.happylifechildrenshome.com. OFC, growing bigger and getting better.